It's time to get chiseled with Rob Hamadari. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chiseled. And why do we call it Chiseled? Because we're all a work in progress. Again, my name is Rob Commodore. I'm your host. I'm also the author of Better Than You Think and recently co-authored the book Next Level Your Life with Kyle Wilson and several other authors. But today we're talking to Garrett Maroon. Did I say the last name right? Yes, sir. Okay. Garrett Maroon, all the way from Newport News, Virginia. I don't know if it's all the way. I've had people from California. <laughs> a little closer, yeah, than some of your other guests. Sure. Just down the street, right? So uh, That's right. <laughs> Newport News, uh, Virginia, originally from uh, Richmond, Virginia, but he got started with just 40 people in his database. He's a realtor. I, I, I'll remind you guys of that. He's a realtor, and he got started with just 40 people in his database. And since then, in just not, over nine years, he sold over 550 homes. 100% by repeat referral, Garrett brings substantial experience and expertise to his team and their clients. He's also the co-owner and head coach of The Faithful Agent, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. And that's a coaching and training company for Christians in real estate. So he's got a little niche here, or maybe a big niche. Anyway, he co-hosts his own podcast, The Faithful Agent Podcast, which I was honored to be uh, interviewed on and a guest, and launched their first Faithful Agent Conference, which I like to talk about. He also uh, owns and runs an e-commerce business. But most importantly, his wife, Rachel, his four kids, Haiti, Dylan, Ivy, Zoe, and his puppy, Samson. I guess that's mm -hmm. a biblical name, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You keep him busy outside of work. He's actively involved in his church, and he loves dad, he loves dad jokes. So, Yes, I do. Garrett, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for being on. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Rob. Excited to be here, brother. Yeah, so if you would give us a little context of who you are. I mean, I've read a little bit about this, but who you are, where you're from, and, and how you got into real estate. Yeah, man, for sure. So yeah, most importantly, uh, my wife, Rachel and I, we've been married for uh, a little over 10 years. We've got a six, four, two and two month old. Uh, so lots of stuff happening at the house, which is super fun. Uh, I So I went to Christopher Newport University, a small uh, uh, liberal arts university here in Newport News, and then just stayed in the area. My wife and I got married and essentially stayed in the area. And I grew up totally against risk. You know, my parents were the typical go to school or go to college, get a job, put money away in a 401k. Uh, and, and that's how we live. And you're just going to do that for the rest of your life. So I had a job as, as an assistant director of admission at the university I had graduated from. And I had done that for a couple of years and things were going pretty well. In 2014, I started to realize I, I want something different. I want a bigger opportunity. I want to be able to earn more because eventually I was hoping that we would have kids and I'd be able to bring my wife home from work. And so I went to the dean of admission at the time and I asked them, how do I grow in the higher education world? And quite simply, his answer was, you got to go get a PhD if you want any opportunity to do that. And I was thinking, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I only had my so or my bachelor's degree. That wasn't going to happen. So then it forced me to start looking in other places. And my wife says to me one day, hey, I think you'd be really good at real estate. And quite honestly, it was something I never thought about. I remember telling my parents I was interested and they were trying to talk me out of it. Uh, it was so different than how I was raised and grown up. And, you know, I, I didn't know I was an entrepreneur. I didn't know that even for a year after getting into the industry. Right. Uh, but I decided to jump in. I joined a team with uh, uh, one of my buddies. Uh, he was on a team already. So I started on a team. 
And uh, in, in middle of 2014, took me five months to make a sale, right? So I was convinced I was terrible at this. Um, <laughs> and uh, But I just kept working at it, man. And, and I'm really fortunate that, that I didn't give up uh, and kept building those relationships. You mentioned it, but I only started with 40 people in my database. Um, I've never made a cold call or bought an open house or, uh, or bought an open house or, or hosted open house or bought a lead or called a FISBO or door knocked or anything. It's literally just been relationships. Started with those 40 people and just kept loving on them and uh, thankfully man it's it's grown a lot and brought me to where i am today yeah i think the key word you said there's a loving on them building relationships mm. relationships and loving on the people and uh that's so that's important right. so you, you're getting in real estate and at what point did you start this uh the the faithful age in other words uh you, you own the team right the, the team so obviously you had to say to yourself sometime i want to get in a niche and i want that niche mm. to be christians so mm. when did that happen yeah. So what's interesting is the faithful agent is separate from my real estate team. So my real estate team has just been serving people here locally. Now, of course, there's a lot of Christians that we serve just because the spheres and stuff that we run in, myself and my agent, uh, but plenty of non-believers too, which is awesome uh, to, again, we want to love on people. That's the goal here. Uh, the faithful agent really originated from in 2022, I started to look uh, seriously look and say, I want to be part of a Christian community specifically for real estate agents. And I looked a lot of places and I just didn't find it. You know, that's really how this originated. I, I talked to now a good buddy of mine, Justin Smith with the Christian Real Estate Network, uh, who's an amazing guy, but they're just a referral network. They don't do conferences. So they don't really have engagement necessarily, uh, but love him to death. And, uh, and I talked to him and he said, you're right, there's nothing out there. So it, it was just quite honestly, a burden on my heart to say, we need that. Like we need a place for Christians specifically in real estate to come together to our tagline is grow your business, grow your faith. And so that was about June of 2022. And, uh, I told, uh, Tyler, my buddy used to co-host of the podcast. Um, and, and you've met him, Rob, I told him we should do a conference for Christians in real estate. And he said, Hey, that's a great idea. But what he didn't know was that the following week I would just go book a hotel. <laughs> Um, because that's my personality. It's good. Sometimes it's terrible other times. But so I call him up and I say, guess what? I booked a hotel. He's like, what did you do? How much does that cost? And I was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. And uh, anyways, fast forward, we ended up pushing off the conference and uh, into uh, beginning of this year, March of 2023. And uh, it was just an incredible time, man. I, I'd never experienced anything like that. We had no idea what was going to happen. We didn't know if it was going to bomb or it was going to be amazing, whatever. But uh, the way that the Lord just was there was incredible and people were moved and, uh, you know, been clamoring for more things. So we've got another conference coming up in October uh, and we'll start trying to do more as, as many as we can, because I think there's a yearning for people uh, in this space to be connected to people who really understand them, whether they are Christian in real estate, right? The faithful agent, your group, or uh, it doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you just love, uh, maybe you're a single parent and you need people who understand where you're coming from, right? Or you're in your twenties and you need someone to understand where you're coming from. I think there's a deeper need for people than just being a real estate agent. I get your life to a degree, but when you really understand something that's important to me and that's important to you too, and we're real estate agents, there's a huge difference in the way we can connect and care for one another. So uh, it's been a blessing so far, man. We started in March and uh, it's been a really cool ride so far. That's great. Yeah. So it's a little bit I want to unpack here. So first, let's talk about the, the Faithful Agent Podcast. And then I want to go into the conference. And there's a couple of things you got going on here. So the Faithful Agent Podcast, is that a podcast 
just for real estate agents who are Christians? Yeah, that's right. So uh, ironically, super quick story about that. It was uh, in 2021. I said, I want to start a podcast. So my buddy Mark uh, was the co-host with me and it was called Real Estate Your Way. And it was great. We were interviewing all kinds of people. We loved it. It was fun. Then we hired a podcast coach and he said, hey, I love what you're doing, but I don't know who this is for. So you need to be more specific. So then we changed the name to Serving Not Selling because that's really the heart of who I was. And that was going well. Um, And then when we launched the Faithful Agent Conference, we just realized uh, you know, for us personally, we just said, we really believe the Lord wanted us just to be super faithful and speak to the Christians. So, so now, like you said, now it is the faithful agent podcast. That's the final iteration. And it is specifically for Christians in real estate. That's the audience that we're, we're trying to reach. And I, I get the impression you do the podcast by referral, like you do your business by referral. Is yeah, that correct? That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, man. I mean, I think like anything, especially in this, I want to trust that the person that's coming on has a heart for Jesus. Um, and and we are really cautious with who we would put in front of our audience um, because it's you know they're trusting us, and and we want to take that super seriously. So uh, yeah, we try to be as intentional as we possibly can. So when you pick that niche, or that niche picked you, right? Because uh, let's go go back a step. You know, the best referral business ever was Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> you know, started with twelve people, right? right? Jesus, twelve people, right? So, right. so when you first when you first picked that this niche, or again, the niche picked you. Uh, were you worried? You want to honor Jesus? You want to honor God, right? Were you worried about like what are other people going to think? Did that ever cross yeah. your mind? Yeah, I mean, some of it did. Um, you know, there was a piece of it where I was worried because you go to our our real estate team website and it has one of the first tabs is the faithful agent, right? Um, so certainly there's a piece of that where I wondered what people would think. But at the end of the day, for me as a Christian, that's not my job is to first and foremost honor the Lord with what I do. And so there's no, there's no, there's some trepidation sometimes, right? But I'm not afraid of it. If someone wants to hate me for being a Christian, I'm still going to do my best to love them. Um, And so I I think there's an aspect of it where it's really freeing to feel like I can just talk about this openly. This is what we do. This is who we are. And I think honestly, it was the opposite effect, Rob, where I felt like for so long when I was teaching or uh, when I was on a podcast or whatever, that I was kind of talking about everything, but what I wanted to talk about, which is my faith as well uh, in relation to my business and how those work together. So it's been a lot of freedom in that, quite honestly. You know, this conference I'm going to speak at uh, tomorrow, the person that asked me to come said, I'm a Christian too. And, and honestly, it's a little bit scary to tell this big group of people, it should be 200 people, it's a big group of people about my faith. But I figured if you came um, and they knew that I invited you to come to speak, that they would know that this means something to me too, that I'm a Christian as well. And I'm part of this community, right? So uh, it's been a joy so far to be able to say, I'll just be the guy. And if you want to hate someone, hate me, you know, um, you're not going to hate me more than they hated Christ. And I expect those things. Um, but so far, man, in the Lord's kindness, it's been great. And people have been really excited about the community. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, you said it all. Like if you're honoring the Lord, all right, he's going to take care of you. Like this whole chisel podcast was a, was a, a result of a, a, of some meditation and prayer. And I just had this vision and this feeling. And I'm like, okay, if you're bringing this to me, I'm going to continue to honor that. And I mean, there's, there's yeah. days when you struggle, like, ah, really, should I keep going? Well, you know, and that, those, mm-hmm. those thoughts cross your mind. And I'm like that, that, original thought or vision did not come to me by accident. 
All right. And mm. just like your thoughts didn't come to you by accident. Mm, so I think right. we're called, we're called to do what we're doing to, to pronounce that faith and, and to get it out there and have more people, you know, be able to openly and freely is usually where freedom mm. and freely talk about it. Cause there, there's people that, that bottle up and say, oh, I can't talk about that outside in, in mm. the public. And that's, yeah, we all know that's bold because, you mm -hmm. know, you, you live your faith, preach the gospel at all times and, only, and use words only if necessary. Right. Mm. Um, yeah. But, but we do have to talk to me on a podcast. We can't just, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at each yeah, other. The whole yeah, time. Right, right, right. yeah, that's that's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, I think I think there's a you know it's really been interesting, Rob. There's this big yearning and desire we hear it over and over and over. Tyler and I do of people coming to us and saying, you know, we've just been so afraid to be open about our faith and, and our work and in real estate, and we feel like this is a community we can come together and learn, be encouraged by other believers who who you know. Uh, I, I always gave this example. I love my church dearly, and the people within my church are some of my closest brothers and sisters uh, in Christ, but none of them are business owners, you know, let alone uh, a real estate agent. So they only understand me to, to, to a certain degree. And it's not their fault. I'm not upset about it, right? But when I was in a room of real estate agents who all love Jesus, there's just something different about the feeling of being fully known in that space because they get it. They understand what my life is like, right? Yeah. Um, and they they are believers. And so there's this huge amount of encouragement that uh, that I had that other people had to say, this is the space I can come to be encouraged to go out into the world and not be ashamed of my faith and who I am in this business, in this world, right? You know, and, and the opposite can be true in the sense of, sure, you know, we can be afraid to stand up and say what we know is true against whatever society is telling us. But there's also lots of people, clients, potential clients that are eager to work with someone who is willing to stand up. You know, we had a client who we just closed on the house uh, about a month ago as a buyer. And he told my agent, he said, honestly, one of the reasons I ended up choosing you guys, he was referred to us, right? But one of the reasons I ended up choosing you guys over the other people I was referred to is because I saw that Garrett runs the faithful agent and I'm a Christian too. And I want to support and work with people like that, right? So um, I don't want to use my faith to try to generate business. That's not the point of it. But my encouragement and my point is there will be plenty of people who will be frustrated by it, but there'll be tons of people that are encouraged. And I think we need more men and women of courage in this season of life specifically. And uh, I hope to be one of those and encourage many more. Yeah, well, I mean, you said you hope to be one of them. You are one. It's obvious, right? Yep. It's, it's, it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing for that. And and I admire that and I'm inspired by that. So thank you for sharing that. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, they Take me into this, the, the Faithful Agent Conference. I know you, you talked a little bit about it. So you, you, you got the real estate business. You got the real estate, uh, I mean, the Faithful Agent podcast. Talk to me a little bit about the conference. You know, was it a one-day conference, two-day conference, a couple hours, other speakers? Mm -hmm. and, and, and then what's the uh, what's the goal behind the conference? Yeah, man. So it was a day and a half, um, and we're going to do that again here in October up in Northern Virginia. Uh, so it was a day and a half conference. Honestly, the reason it was a day and a half is because we wanted people to stay and hang out that the night of the first day, right? I mean, I think so much of the power of conferences, specifically with believers in the room, is that chance to really go deep once the day is done, right? So right. that first night super crucial, and we try to do things specifically to encourage that. Uh, but man, it was we just brought great speakers in who love Jesus and uh, and wanted to share uh, their expertise in business. And, and quite honestly, Rob, the whole concept of the faithful agent, but specifically the conferences, I absolutely believe 
that Christians should be the most excellent in what they do in any field, right? We have a higher calling to work as for the Lord, not for man. And so we should be the most excellent. But I think what we often see is if a Christian makes a, 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 an album, if a Christian makes a movie, if a Christian makes a TV show or runs a conference, whatever, then it's only okay. It's never excellent, right? The world does it better. And I was tired of that. And so for us, we, we absolutely believe for Tyler and I that we want to be a place or encourage some other, some other believers to step up and build this, a place where a Christian can say, I need to get trained in my business, but I want it to come from someone who has the same mentality that I do with this eternal perspective with Christ in mind, but I want to have the most excellent training. And I don't have to get worse training just because they're believers, nor do I have to go outside of the, my Christian faith to go get trained, right? I wanted them to be able to come into one place and hear from some of the best, wisest people that I know. And so we're still building that out, of course, right? This is a, a, a continual growth for this community. Um, but that's really, man, this conference we're doing in October, we are leveling it up. There's some incredible people that are coming. Uh, and, uh, and I think we're all going to be encouraged by that. So that's really the heart behind what we're doing. Was uh was your gut twisted when you uh, booked that hotel? <laughs> oh uh, well, so you know my problem is as an entrepreneur at heart, I think everything is going to work fine, uh, right? So I <laughs> the eternal it, I optimist, right? Yes, right, hundred percent. And you know, at the time, we had no revenue coming in at all. They were just like, "This is an idea." So I put Tyler and I on the hook for ten grand, and he was like, "What did you just do?" I said, "I don't know, man. I just think this is going to work." And and it was amazing, honestly, by the Lord's kindness. We literally made ten grand and an extra twenty bucks. So uh, the Lord, the Lord. <laughs> covered our expenses we're grateful for for that and the people that came but uh man it but yes it was but i also think it was this aspect of i don't know if this is what the lord wants me to do uh but i believe that this is a need and he's played this place this in my heart so i don't want to be afraid of it so i just went and took action um and in his kindness he he uh, uh blessed that action you know, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast or not, but I'm going to say it anyway. But it's it's funny you're sitting there talking about it. It's like I'm sitting here thinking I've been I've been uh, pulled or itching to do a chisel conference, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and there's been a little fear there. There's a little bit of apprehension mm -hmm. there, you know. And you're you're giving me inspiration right now, you yes. and the other people that I've talked to. It's like <laughs> yeah. you know, if I, if I go book a hotel room for ten grand right now, I don't know if my wife's going to think too kindly of that. But, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> but awesome. It, who knows? It could be coming. I'm working on something. Right. I, I will tell. It's, it's called awesome. the Chisel Project right now. But so in it's the awesome. conference, you had speakers. Was there a theme around it, or just this is Christians yep. in business? What was the general? Yeah. Theme? Yep. So the theme was grow your business, grow your faith, as is the theme of the whole community. So day one was all about growing your business. Day two was all about growing your faith. Um, and so we had different speakers in those topics or panels or whatever that looked like. So, uh, it, you know, and I'll say like we only had 50 people there. It wasn't huge, um, right. but it was incredible. The people that the Lord brought. And now, honestly, our expectation for uh, this conference in October is 300 people, um, because I think if you do something and you do it well, and people talk about it and it, and it means something to them. You know, this wasn't just a conference. This was a place for them to come connect with other believers. Then the word gets out. I mean, you know, we left that conference, Tyler and I, 
we're in the car on the way home, Rob, and we, I'd never led a conference that intensely for a day and a half. And uh-huh. so Tyler and I are just dead. We're exhausted, right? And uh, and we're on the way home, and I had, we, we had no – all we were thinking about was we got to run this conference. We didn't think anything beyond what happens if this goes well, right? We were just <laughs> hoping it didn't completely bomb. So it, it goes incredibly well, much better than we could have imagined. If people are you know asking, when are we going to do more and more and more? And so we're on the way home and, and I, I, we hadn't said anything. And I turn to Tyler and I say, I'm pretty sure we both feel this way. We both are thinking, praise God, how good that was, but also crap. Now we got to do other stuff and we had no concept. Right. And so now it was like, now there's more work to do. And though it wasn't necessarily something I desired to do, it was, I don't know what this is, but the Lord gave us a flag to raise. We've raised it. People have come around it. So we're going to keep working towards it, whatever that looks like. Um, and so it's been bringing in other people to get their expertise and wisdom and their, their skill sets. Right. So, uh, man, I would just encourage you to do it. Uh, and who knows, who knows who's waiting. Uh, there's an incredible story of a woman named Janet, who's now helping us run, uh, run this conference up in Northern Virginia. Janet has been in real estate agent for 23 years. She has a big team in Northern Virginia. They did $110 million last year. Uh, she's an incredible woman. She has a really interesting testimony of all the ups and downs in her life and the challenges, things she's done to herself, things that happened to her. And she was telling me this story that she was getting ready to go to this conference out in uh, the West Coast somewhere. Uh, I forget what it was. And she always had felt like she was just running away from the Lord and and the desire that he had, uh, the call on her to be open about her faith uh, in her work. And uh, and she was planning to go to this conference. Well, uh, then she gets a text from her old broker who says, hey, there's a faithful agent conference I'm speaking at. You should come. And she says it happened to be on the exact same days that that West Coast conference was. And so I knew the Lord wanted me here. And so here she is, she comes and she will say, uh, by the Lord's grace, like that was a pivotal moment in her life and her spiritual walk. And now she's doing, all, she's running a local faithful agent group up in Northern Virginia. They have like 35, 40 people every week, uh, or maybe it's once a month. They meet to come together and gather and encourage. Again, she's the driving force behind this conference in October. Uh, it's just really cool that the Lord used that environment to stir her. Uh, to to really be open and honest about her faith and work for the Lord, even while doing real estate at, the, at a high level, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. You should be doing it at a high level if you love 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 Lord. That's the way you honor Him in this business. So it's really cool, man, and and really grateful for opportunity to host something like that. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I hope the audience, and I'm assuming they can, that they can not only see but hear your conviction and your passion for what you do here. And I, I guess one more question about the conference. So you go, yeah. you inspire these people. You have somebody, people speaking to. Them. The audience is there a call to action at the end yeah so we didn't have one <laughs> like i said we were just wondering is this gonna go well or not um now now we might have said join our facebook group we might have started the facebook group at that point which is really what we're doing right now uh, because you know, it, what's interesting about that, Rob, we've been, Tyler and I have talked so much and prayed so much about, we don't ever want to come across like we are trying to use the gospel and the fact that we're believers to make money. So we've been really hesitant to even try to sell anything. You know, we have an e-course that I was selling beforehand that helps people with a 36 touch. We are building that out. I coach a handful of people, uh, but we've been trying specifically to say, we're not sure what this is supposed to be, but we 
we definitely don't want to try to use the name of the Lord to make a profit. Now, it's it's a good thing to be profitable, right? That honors the right, Lord. So right, I'm not right. saying that at all. Don't, don't hear me say that. But we never want to be accused of using the Lord's name in order to try to build the business. So we've been really hesitant about that on, on purpose. And, uh, you know, even for this conference, if there's 300 people there, I don't even know what we would offer them, if anything, other yeah. than to join this community. Um you know, we're not sure. We're trying to listen to what it is that they would need from us before we would do anything and try to sell them anything. We want to serve the community. Um, and of course, if we, you know, when I coach, I still charge people. It's my time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we really want to be present and, and in a place where we can serve people well, depending on what they need and what they ask for. Yeah, I think my encouragement for you would be, you know, just continue to pray on it. And I think God will he'll show you the way or he'll, he'll, he'll call you or he'll lead you to do yeah, something, no whatever, whatever that is. Because I think, I mean, that's how this started. That's how my book was uh, produced. It's, it's all calling and it's all listening to God's voice. So speaking mm-hmm. of that, is, is there is there a way that Garrett prays or meditates or, or receives these insights from the Lord? What, what do you do? Yeah, man, with a lot of noise in the background because I have four, four kids, kids, right? Yeah. No, uh, man. So my now we have a newborn, so it's it's a little bit different. But my typical routine is I would get up, get my coffee, I'd read my Bible for about 20, 30 minutes, um, spend time uh, memorizing a passage once a week, different passage, different scripture each week, and I would just spend you know ten minutes praying, um, whatever that looked like, and uh, and I've been trying my best to practice the art of stillness, which is really, really hard for, for people like us, right? Because we're going so fast. Excuse me, but just sitting still and listening and thinking. You know, I, I, uh, it, it, in, I think it was Elijah, not Elisha, if I remember correctly, but Elijah, there's a story where he's, he's, he's running away, he's fleeing because he's being chased and he's worried he's going to get killed. 40 days, I think he runs and he ends up in this cave and he's all alone and he's scared. Well, uh, it, I forget exactly how it's worded, but it says, you know, here comes this uh, this thunderstorm, this massive storm and the Lord's but the Lord's not in that. Uh, here comes this whatever this uh, this fire, but the Lord's not in that. Here comes whatever it was, this massive wind, huge wind, but the Lord's not in it. Uh, but then comes this whisper and the Lord was in that. Right. Wow. His voice was in that. And so I think that uh, oftentimes he's not going to come knock the door down. Um, he's w- not waiting on us. He's not dependent on us, but, but sitting still and practicing stillness has been really helpful. Um, the few times that I do it, it's really difficult to just get still, but that's been really helpful, um, is just to be still and try to listen. Uh, but you know, I think, uh, like the entrepreneur that I am, I probably think too often that what I thought just thought was from the Lord. And so I should go do it. (laughs) Whereas, uh, you know, one of the biggest blessings in my life is my relationship and friendship with Tyler, um, to be in this business together, to be, he's my closest friend. Uh, but, uh, but we balance each other really well. And so having someone who is that close to you and understands you and to be able to just talk through things, I mean, that's huge. Um, and so that's been a huge blessing is us just working. I'm the guy that has ideas and he's the guy that says, this is terrible. Uh, there's no way that's what the Lord wants us to do. Or, hey, I actually think we should explore that. And uh, and he's the guy that knows me well enough to say, hey, man, this is your ego getting in the way. Or uh, we're going to have challenges. Yeah, and it's such a blessing uh, to have someone like that. And so that's been a huge piece uh, to just what we've been doing. And I'm super grateful for that. 
Yeah, we're gonna have to do another one. Get Tyler on here because I, I did I yeah. did a podcast with these guys. They they interviewed me, him and Tyler, and uh, uh, we we should have the three of us on again. So we'll we'll make that happen again. But absolutely, hundred percent. So have you always been this faith filled guy, or was there a trigger point somewhere in your life? You're like, man, I need to find the Lord. Yeah. So good question. So man, I I would I think I was saved when I was nine. Um, but I didn't really take my face seriously until I got to college and I got to college my freshman year and, and, uh, the guy who was leading the Christian fellowship group on campus was meeting with me, was discipling me. And, uh, every time he would ask me a question, I'd give him an answer and it was the right answer, but he would say, prove it to me, show me in scripture. And I realized I couldn't, you know, I was just going off of what I was taught my entire life. I didn't know how to read scripture or study it or, or understand it myself at all. And so it was in that season, I think where I started to take that seriously, um, but then, you know, I've been in real estate for nine years. I was never afraid or shy about who I was, uh, but I think it took me a while to be willing to stand up and say, I'm this guy. Um, I'm going to start the faithful agent. You know, one of my very good friends and mentors who, who loves Jesus too, when I told him about this idea of the faithful agent, he said, you know, I just want you to think through this. Um, you're opening yourself up to all kinds of criticism and uh, people who are going to try to attack you or uh, people that are going to try to you know, get into the community just to destroy things, right? Just because you claim Christ and, uh, and just be ready for that. And my answer to him was, I'm not ready, but the Lord will make me ready when, and if that comes. And so, you know, it was a long time, honestly, Rob, where I got to the point where I was, uh, just not afraid anymore, you know, and that's, that's just real. It's, it's easy for us to be afraid of what people, I remember very clearly, probably in like 2016, I'm showing a house this young couple and, uh, and they're, they're not Christians. And, uh, the, the husband says something about God. And I remember thinking, I don't even remember exactly, but I remember thinking, man, that was that, that was that chance for me to say, Hey, who do you think God is? Who is he to you? And just to open a conversation. But I remember not like intentionally resisting that urge to keep my mouth shut because I didn't want to be awkward or I didn't want them to think I was weird or whatever. And, uh, and that was, that was unfortunate. Now the Lord's so good in, in those situations, but through the years, I think I've just realized it's, it's too short and this is too important for me just to keep my mouth shut. So now I want people to be very, I want to be very open and honest. This is who I am. Yeah. Uh, and I love Jesus and that's what my life is about. And I happen to be a good real estate agent too. And so I'd love to support you in that or talk to you about whatever that looks like. Uh, but it took me a while, man, before I could just get over that fear and that hump of, of, uh, looking weird or being different. You know, that's, it's great. You said that. Cause I think about times when I, you know, I was afraid to open my mouth about that stuff. Now I get these urges where I'm like, I'm supposed to say something. And I'm like, the Holy Spirit's like, come on, talk, talk, talk. And I know, <laughs> I know he's talking to me. I'm like, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. I got, it's got to be the right time, you know? And, and right, so right. it's more or less now, you know, okay, speak up, speak up, speak up instead of mm. shut up, shut up, shut up. Right. Yeah, that's so, right. <laughs> I, I, I've noticed that about me. So that's pretty cool. Mm. So, so I want to say one more thing about the, the stillness thing, and then we'll get to this other project you're uh, working on before we finish up here. Mm. So, the encouragement I have for you and the whole stillness piece, you got four kids running around, you got a dog, you got a family, you're young and you got lots of stuff going on. And oh, by the way, we have 50,000 thoughts going through our mind every right. day. Right. <laughs> so, right. right. So how do you get to that place of stillness? So for me, 
I've worked on this thing called contemplative prayer. Okay. I, mm. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Thomas mm. Keating, the Reverend Thomas Keating, open mind, open heart, uh, Thomas Merton. So these are guys I followed and I learned how to get still because it, it, it mm. is tough, man. It is tough. You can say, I'm going to get still for 20 minutes and the first 19 and a half minutes, you, you're like, okay, I got to do this today. I got to do that today. All right, mm. I got to get quiet. I got to get quiet. Right. And he just work on it. You work on it. My encouragement to you and others is that mm. it's like going to the gym. You don't always have a good workout, but at least you mm. showed up. Yeah, At least you showed up. And when you show up, something God's going to have, things are going to happen. God's going to make things mm. happen and just That's show awesome. up, show up, show up. And, and, and it'll happen. Cause it was in, it was in my place of meditation and quietness where I had this, man, I had this wild sensation come up my legs and my gut. And I had just talked about the words, a uh, work in progress, work in progress for three straight mm. days. And I'm like, all of a sudden it's playing on my heart, work in progress, work in progress. And I'm like, all right, I got this feeling. I know it's the Holy spirit talking to me. I'm like, all right, Work in progress. Okay. Then I saw a vision of a half chiseled statue. I'm like, wait a minute. You want me to start a podcast called Chisel? Cause we're all work in progress. Mm. I'm like, if mm. that's you talk, let me do my prayer time. There must be <laughs> yeah. something there. Right. right. Awesome. <laughs> so, that's amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. So I'm happy awesome. to support you with your faithful agent podcast. Thank you, buddy. And thank yeah. you for being here today. So cool. 100%. before we go, yeah, thank you. Before we go there, you, you're working on a project. I want you to talk a little bit about this project you're working on. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm working on a book right now called the PDA formula. And PDA, most of us think of public displays of affection, right? <laughs> High schoolers holding hands and kissing in the hallways. Well, that's not what this is. Uh, this is helping people build predictable, profitable businesses that align with who they are. You know, so much of what I've seen through teaching and coaching uh, and specifically with the faithful agent is there's a lot of conversation about how do you be profitable? How do you build a predictable, you know, lead generation system? But there's not a lot of conversation around, but does it align with who you are, right? It's such a common conversation to uh, to have with other agents who say, man, I, I cold call, you know, that's a big part of my business is cold calling, whatever, but I really hate it, you know, but I just was told I needed to do it. So I do it. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, uh, I'm speaking tomorrow uh, in this conference, as I mentioned earlier, and we're going to talk about alignment. And I use the silly example of in a race in the water, who would win a shark or a swimmer? Well, a shark would win. Right. Who would win in a race, a Ferrari or nine passenger van? Well, the Ferrari would win. Well, why would they win? Because that's what they were made for. Right. When when you think of Michael Jordan, who was probably the greatest basketball player of all time. Well, guess what? He also played baseball and he was terrible. Right. He was not the greatest baseball player of all time. But I bet he had the same or similar work ethic as he did with basketball. So was he a failure? No, he wasn't made for that. That's not who he is. That's not how he was designed. And so I think so much of what we do in the real estate business is we look and say, that's how that person succeeded. I'm supposed to do the exact same thing. And my answer always is that doesn't make any sense. You weren't made like them. You're unique. You're different. You need to figure out how am I uniquely gifted, my unique abilities. I call it my superpowers. You need to figure out what your superpowers are and then build a business off of that. What do you naturally like to do? What are you naturally going to do. And if you already are going to do those things, you're going to be more consistent and better at it than somebody else, right? My real estate agent, Jesse, he loves fishing. So we said, we're going to build a business off of you fishing. He already fished three times a week. So he's going to be consistent about it and he's going to be better about it. He started the Facebook group with just 40 people in it last year, Rob, called Real Estate, R-E-E-L, Real Estate, Play on Fishing, right? Yeah, close yeah. seven deals, close seven deals from just that group in one year and he posted once a week. That was it. Why? Because he really understood how he was made how the Lord wired him, right? So he was really good at it. He was really consistent on it. And other people said, hey, that's me too. I want to be part of that 
as well, right? You love fishing. I love fishing. Let's be friends. Oh, you sell houses. Great. I'd love to buy a house from you. Um, I think there's too much in our industry of people who are, let's say, for example, like me and you, Rob, highly relational. And they show up in the industry and they say, I want to build a business because I love people. And then the, 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 the highly relational person meets the person who's that high driver who's like, no, you got to be on the phones three hours a day. This is how you succeed. And then they do it, right? Because they don't know. They're, they're trying to learn. They're trying to work well. They do that. And a year goes by and they hate what they do and they're not that good at it. Why? Because they weren't made to do it. And so then they start to believe I must just not be good at this. You know, there's 87% or whatever turnover. I think that's because the majority of them are taught to do something they weren't made to do. And so, so much of this process, this PDA formula is helping us understand how are we made and what then aligns with who we are. And once we understand that, the more you are aligned with who you are, the more successful you can can be right because again michael jordan was never going to be a great baseball player and if he always tried to play baseball no one would know who he is but when he aligned with how he was made now everyone knows who he is because he's the greatest basketball player of all time our success is going to be equivalent to what aligns with who we are and how willing we are to go be that uh, and build a business off of that and be excellent in it right so that's so much of what this is about and then helping them build predictable and profitable uh peace around that uh, but man, that's really been on my heart recently is helping people understand you're not supposed to be like everybody else. That's the point. Um, yeah. Now, how do we build a business that well, off of who you uniquely are? So that's been a big part of it. That is incredible. And, and I love, I mean, your, your energy and your conviction about this. I'm, I'm excited for you. In fact, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the book and learning more about this for you. And yeah, thanks, there, man. There, yeah, there, there's a, there's a person I know she's, she's pretty good at a pretty, she's built her, um, what's the word, uh, subscribership or whatever, and her following on YouTube. And mm -hmm. one of her premises is like, you know, build your business based on who you are, like what's good for mm -hmm. you. And you just said it. So I, mm -hmm. I would love to make a connection with you two. Uh, her, her name's Alicia Christelle. I mean, I'm happy, happy to make that connection, man. It'd be, uh, it'd be sure. uh, I think, a, a nice conversation between you two. I don't need to be involved, but just make that connection. Yeah. So that's cool. That's awesome, man. I love so, you. man, so look, thank you for sharing that, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to this. So this has been an awesome conversation for me, man. I, I hope you feel the same way. And it's, uh, it's 100%. been uh, I'm not, I'm not looking for uh, acknowledgement here, Lord. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's all in good, humility. Buddy. You yeah, hope yeah, I yeah, also yeah. had fun. That's right. Right, 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 right. There you go. So if, if you just said no, Rob, I haven't. I'd have been. Choo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, hey, uh, one of the one of the last questions that I asked this to everybody. So, how, Garrett, how much more chiseling is the Lord got going on for you in the future? Did you say how much more chiseled? How much more chiseling? Did he oh, chisel? man. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous amount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. I am far from a finished product. Praise God for that. Uh, yeah. You know, each and every day, man. But but I think I, I love the name of the podcast. And I and that's a beautiful thing is, uh, man, I'm trying to get a little bit better each day. Um, try to keep my eyes more focused on Christ each day. And every day is a struggle because I'm a sinner and I get distracted like you talked about all the time. And so, man, I'm, I like it. Work in progress. I love it. I am a work in progress and praise God for that work, uh, man. So excited to be a work in progress. That's awesome, man. Thank you for saying that. And and before I let you go, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, either either talk to you about the faith wage and talk about your business or your upcoming book and, 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 and aligning yourself with who you are, how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, man. So they can go to faithfulagent.com and learn about us there or just email me directly, Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, -T, at faithfulagent.com and would love to talk to them directly. 
That's incredible, man. Thank, hey, Garrett, thank you for being on here. Again, we got to get Tyler on here. I'm, I'm sorry we didn't accommodate or make that schedule work, but uh, it's been awesome. That was his fault, not your fault, Rob. I won't <laughs> let you take the blame for that one. <laughs> so we'll send him the link and say, too bad. That's right. <laughs> That's fantastic. So Absolutely. Anyway, well, look, man, Garrett, thanks for being on here. Stay on here with me a minute. Until next time, everybody, let's go get chiseled. You just got chiseled with Rob Comodari. Be sure to like this podcast, share it with your friends, and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Also, you can find Rob's book on Amazon, Better Than Equal.